The following podcast is brought to you by the BICBP Radio Network. Hello, Super Johnny. Hello, Super Trevor. It's me, Mario. Woohoo! Mamma mia. You guys, you're number one. Woohoo! See you in my games. Aha! Oh, can't wait to meet Santa. I'm so happy I've been such a good boy this year. Ooh, I'm next in line. Santa, Santa, it's me. Ho, ho, ho. Merry Christmas, young man. Sit right up on my lap. Okay, here I go. I'm gonna jump. Here we go. Oh, my goodness. Oh, oh. I've been eating the fruitcake, I see, boy. Yeah, don't, don't, don't have to be so rude, Santa. Just a child here. Just a child. Uh, I've been really good boy this year, Santa. Ho, ho, ho. Well, little buddy. What would you like for Christmas? I'd like a toy train. Can I get a toy train set? Ho, 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 no. Try again. Uh, can I get a, a basketball? Can I get a basketball? What kind of basketball? Ho, ho, ho. What get a, a basketball? You put in the basketball goal. Like a cheap one, a good one? Ho, ho, ho. I want one made out of gold. Ho, ho, ho. Try again. Okay, silver. A silver basketball. I could do a balloon colored like a basketball. <laughs> a balloon? Santa, is, is everything okay? The economy's been hard this year. <laughs> the economy's even hit you, Santa? Yes, I get all my money from the... From the Patreon for this certain podcast. <laughs> And it's taking a hit lately. Oh, 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 oh. Here's a Santa Patreon. Yes. I linked it directly into the Retro Bliss Patreon. But this just I've been sounds... siphoning it for years. Oh, oh, oh. This just sounds like a terrible mistake, Santa. Why would you do that? Everybody knows that this show makes nothing. You're telling me. Oh, 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 oh. So you've been siphoning. How are you siphoning off of 50 bucks? 50? <laughs> what dreamland are you living in? I'm just a kid. Numbers don't mean nothing to me. I've just been taking off the top and rounding up every year. That sounds illegal. <laughs> I've made couples of dollars. This this sounds like the lowest key crowd anybody's ever done. Isn't that like the smallest amount of embezzlement possible? You know some big words for a kid. Hey, what's your name anyways? Johnny. Johnny. Why don't you write down your address on this piece of paper? Alright, here you go. We're gonna get a visit from Santa's elves later. That sounds about right. Um, I do have a question though, Santa. Uh, this podcast you're talking about? The one that you're getting all these dollars and dollars from? <laughs> what's it called? Retro Blist! Ho 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 ho! Welcome to an obviously very poor episode of Retro Blessed. Thank you for joining us. And honestly, shout out to our Patreons. <laughs> I don't know why I went that direction. I really don't. Uh, <laughs> just the worst, most anti-Christmas 
cynical way I could go, I guess. <laughs> literally, literally, it's all about the stuff that we don't have. <laughs> yeah. That's what oh, Christmas man. is about, the things you want and can't get. Yeah, that's all I've ever learned from any Christmas special <laughs> yeah. I've ever watched. <laughs> I just watched Rudolph recently, like yesterday, and that's all I learned from it. You know, uh, get stuff you want. <laughs> the Island of Misfit Toys, somebody wanted them where they wouldn't have got got. Am I right? <laughs> right, yeah. <laughs> Who wants a Charlie in a box? Some kid named Charlie, probably. You know, the irony, all those Misfit Toys and stuff would be worth extra money now because people are all about the seconds, like the glitches and stuff. I don't know what that means. Like, you know, like if a Star Wars toy has an extra arm, people pay like $500 <laughs> for it. <laughs> Is that a thing? Maybe. I don't know. Oh, man, I want that toy now. There's got to be a Star Speaking Wars Speaking of banter. Girl. Yeah. Um, which we're obviously very good at. Yeah. We're not out of practice at all. By the way, this is Retro Bliss, your <laughs> game-by-game podcast, where we record <laughs> once every now and then. <laughs> We've gone downhill sharply. Uh, we no longer cater to anyone except people who already like us. And and we do a really poor job of that. Yep. Literally, if you like us, we probably insulted you multiple times. Oh, yeah. We literally just did a whole opening segment where we basically insulted those who are kind enough to give us even a little bit of money. Those who give us money for no reason. For zero reason at all. You've got nothing for it. I've heard the audio we've sent for it. (laughs) Our last Patreon-exclusive episodes were us reviewing each other's podcast. I've not even put yours up yet. That's the most, you realize how, I thought of the idea too, and I'm just, oh like, yeah. And I just now realize how self-indulgent it really is. Oh yeah, is. and I was totally all about it. Like, yeah, yeah. Merry, happy holidays, Merry Christmas, tis the season of giving. Yeah. So we're going to give you a very special episode of Retro Blessed right now for your listening holes to hear. Is that Ooh, a good? Is no, that, that's not good. Okay. Listening holes. Uh, that's what I said last time, right? I hey, just, you have Netflix. I do have Netflix. No, I don't. No, you I don't. don't. No, because I already asked you this. Oh, There's yeah. a movie on there called Klaus. Klaus. It's got to be Klaus. Klaus. It's about Santa Claus. The but it's like K L U S. I think. I might be wrong about that. Uh-huh. It's an animated movie. It's really funny. It's got some semi-darkish humor, like our kind of humor, but it's also touching and heartwarming. I highly recommend it. It's the one about the postal worker. There's probably ten movies called Klaus. But it's the one about a postal worker that goes up to this remote place to do a postal service. I think as of, as of this recording, it's fairly brand new, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I totally recommend it. Okay. All right. So also a disclaimer. Uh, this episode of Retro Bliss is brought to you by the common cold. <laughs> as Trevor and I, uh, our nostrils especially, are battling the powers that would be, uh, that have sent uh, our noses running <laughs> left and right. So if you hear sniffles... Every now and then, I promise you, we're not doing cocaine. <laughs> and remember, because we obviously can't afford it. You heard how much we make from Patreon. <laughs> remember, cold weather doesn't kill people. Your nasty germs kill people. <laughs> That's right. So wash your hands, for crying out loud. Yeah, don't do like I do and just t- touch oh, people up right in This you desk is just like a sticky green goo. Well, what I like to do before you come over, it's, I only do it before you come over, <laughs> is I like to... I like to find some private time. <laughs> I don't like where this is going. And, well, first thing I do is I spit all over my own hands. Right? Uh-huh. I just get a nice little lather on my hands. Yeah. Then I just, every single inch of myself possible, <laughs> even the crevices. What have I done? And then I just rub whatever residue I've gotten on my hands from that all over this desk before you touch it. Okay. 
<laughs> you heard of Blood Brothers? Like when people like cut themselves. Yeah, uh, it's like another level of you're that. Like blood, bodily fluid, brother. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm glad I picked my sandwich up off the desk eventually. <laughs> yeah. I'm gonna use paper towel next time. Yeah, paper um, towels are for losers. What are we talking about? Uh, Merry Christmas! Merry Christmas! Happy holidays! That's the end of this episode. Yeah, I didn't think we were going to get an episode out before Christmas, and it made me sad. Yeah, we, the Halloween special was our last one. Yes, we are on the ball. Obviously, yes. we were going a whole month, <laughs> and then we went another half a month. Yeah, because we're really good at this, and we. But honestly, we appreciate anybody who's stuck around. We definitely don't deserve it. Mm-hmm. I saw our numbers from this past month, and I was expecting a major hit. And honestly, way more of you stuck around than I thought was remotely possible. It was only like a kidney punch. It wasn't yeah. a major hit. Yeah, which I was very shocked by. I was prepared for the worst. <laughs> yeah. Um. So thank you guys for that, uh, guys and gals. Um, now I think it's time for Trevor, the big reveal. We were going to do NASCAR 98, which we still will do soon. <laughs> what, a, yeah. what a game, what a game to tease. I know it'd be something like, yeah, we were going to do Ocarina of Time or Mario 64. <laughs> no, we were going to do NASCAR 98. We were going to do a sports title of a series of games that they don't make anymore. <laughs> yes. It's been literally irrelevant for years, Yes, but, uh, we're going to wait until we can all get together with my brother and just try to make that an actual special episode. Yeah. But the filth you're getting instead this week. Yes. We decided we we would we didn't want you guys to go without. Yeah. So we needed something big, something huge, something that felt just it just screamed holidays. It just screamed specials. It just screamed uh, you know, a, a Christmas tree. It just screamed the special time of year that this is. So what mm-hmm. game did we pick? Deadly Towers. <laughs> Deadly Towers, nineteen eighty seven for the Nintendo Entertainment System. Now, these are some heavy-hitting developers. I'm very, I want you yes. to just, okay. just rattle off your head the big games they made once I tell you who All they right, are. All right, go ahead. Hit me. It was developed by Linar and Temtex. Okay. Uh, Temtex. Did they? Nope. <laughs> they did. Uh, I don't think they're known for video games. Didn't they do the, like those feminine products? <laughs> I know that's where you're going. <laughs> and I can't even figure the word now, but it's... Yeah, I know where you're going with that. Yeah, ladies use them to feel nice and clean. Oh, yeah, so they do do feminine products, but also this game. PG. No, seriously, I I have no idea what these people have made. Uh, But it was published in Japan by Irem, who I definitely know. But it was published in North America by Broderbund or Broderbund or... Broderbund? Braderbund, or however you say that. Like... Like if you have a, if we're comparing our our buns, somebody's yeah. buns are brighter. Somebody's going to be broader. Whoever's eating them more yeah. sugar cookies <laughs> yes. is going to have the broader Which bun. Is, apparently right now is you, because I have not had a sugar cookie yet this season. Yep, I have. You two, let your wife, hey, Anna, I know you listen to this. <laughs> uh, your buddy Johnny would like, a, would like a sugar cookie, please. <laughs> so I can have, so that way I have an excuse for any bodily functions I have. For me. <laughs> That's a deep cut to Jeremy's podcast. <laughs> Hey, listen to Cardboard Cave <laughs> on this very network where me and Anna try to review board games. And Miles. And Miles, my, my infant son. <laughs> he shows up from time to time. Yep. Deadly Towers. Deadly Towers. Let's stay on track. We can do this. It's uh, okay. It's 1987. I'm slapping myself system. getting ready for this game. <laughs> That's a good premonition. Yes. I think the key to say here, this game came out like six months, both in Japan and North America. After Zelda. So it yes. was in a post-Zelda world, but not by a long <clears throat> shot. So I don't... Which is... Is it surprising, isn't it? Yes. Because as I was playing this, I felt like this was trying its best to be Zelda. 
Yeah, and it was so soon afterwards. I wonder if it really was. <laughs> was sorry, I was trying to burp. I'll be sugar, honest. Sugar cookie. Yeah, the sugar cookie. Try to pull a sugar cookie. Let's just get into Deadly Towers. Let's just um, get into sugar cookies. I don't think I've ever once eaten a sugar cookie that automatically felt that any bodily function that came afterwards was from said sugar cookie. <laughs> All right, so in Cardboard Cave, <laughs> I was having some bodily functions, and I kind of forgot I wasn't recording Retro Bliss. It's episode three of Cardboard Cave. Yes. Day, near the very beginning. I, when I started the podcast on episode one, I thought it would be a more classy, subdued yeah. podcast. By episode three, I'm already forgetting that. Yeah. And I kind of forgot it wasn't Johnny sitting beside me and we're not recording Retro Bliss. <laughs> so I just started belching and stuff. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, that was the sugar cookie. <laughs> You're, and a bless her soul. <laughs> yeah. She's got a hunk of a man, I tell you. <laughs> well, maybe some part of me is a man. So I guess a chunk of a man. <laughs> some chunk of you. That's nice thing you said to me. Maybe some part of me is a man. <laughs> Oh, man. Well, I want you to uh, know that you're more of a man than I am, so... I mean, <laughs> there, I'll put us on the same level. you just slightly above me. Okay. <laughs> music of Deadly Towers. Yes. Music! Let's get into it! Uh, what do you think about the music, Johnny? <laughs> uh, um, it's forgettable, but I will say there is one little cool thing it does, and I pointed this out while we were playing it. As you're going through the land or whatever the world, whatever they want to call that is, like when we first heard the first beat of it, we're like, eh. But then as you go into more rooms, it almost like it adds another layer to that song. Yeah, in a weird, strange way. And as you're going through the the different rooms, it keeps adding more layers to it. And I kind of dug that. I was like, "That's a that's a neat way to do a soundtrack for a a, a dungeon slash." I'm going to say it, maze game. Yeah, um, I guess should we? I always get hung up on this after 100 whatever how many other episodes we have. Should we kind of explain what kind of game it is, or wait for gameplay for that? Let's just wait for gameplay. Okay, let's do it. Yeah. So yeah, the music. I'm going to say my gut reaction is it's bad, but then, like you said, we noticed as you advance in the rooms, it does add another little spice to the soundtrack. Yeah. And I did appreciate that. It was, I feel like one of the last games we did was uh, uh, Back to the Future. It was better than Back to the Future. It was way better than Back to the Future music. It, it was nowhere near as as uh, droning. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> I, that's what I was going to say. I agree with you that the music's not good. It's. It, I would say it's bad. But we've, for this show, we've definitely heard way worse. Oh, yeah. I think this one's bad in that it's just more forgettable than anything. It's very simplistic, but it is an 87 NES game. And honestly, this game, and it's, I don't think it's fair to compare any game to a game like Zelda. But that's just what, uh, it's obvious what this has got that vibe for. Yeah. And music-wise, this doesn't even, like, even mentioning the music from this game to Zelda is an insult to Zelda. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, it's... (laughs) You need to think more Back to the Future and less Zelda. Yeah, 100%. But yeah, somewhere between the two. The music I wanted to start with because it's not remarkable. Yeah. But I think the other categories Which are Which is the same reason when people are like, what? I'm new to podcasts. I want to start with something unremarkable to kind of get my foot in the door of podcasts. What should I listen to? Genesis Gems. Genesis Gems. <laughs> <laughs> but if you like, listen to something truly terrible, it's Retro Bliss. Yeah. 
But if you listen to something that barely gets made, it's Genesis Chips. Yeah. <laughs> I can make a joke because I consider them pals. Yep. <laughs> don't, like, don't hate me. Like we consider each other pals, so we just say horrible things to each other. Oh, gosh, yeah. You're right. Yeah. So he's a chunk of a man. <laughs> and I'm a chunk of that chunk. <laughs> so if, like, if you're one-fourth of a man, that would mean I'm like one-fourth of that one-fourth of a man. Well, I don't know percentages. I'm bad at math. So together we're, um, <laughs> let me try to read this out here. About five sixteenths of a man. That's pretty good. Yeah, I've I've seen wrenches like that. Yeah, <laughs> Retro Bliss. We're five sixteenths of a man wrench. <laughs> we're going nowhere with this. Nope. Graphics. Let's get into it. So, uh, like I said, I wanted to do music first because I think the graphics are more interesting to talk about. Yeah. You know what this game looks like to me? I, f- I figured it out. Oh, what's that? At first, I thought it looks like a Game Boy Color game. But I thought, no, it's not that colorful. It looks like an original Game Boy game played on a Game Boy Color. Yes. That's what it looks like. Yes. Like, there's a little bit of color. It's not just green and black. Right. But there's not much. <laughs> yeah, there's not a lot of color there. It is. It looks like an original Game Boy game that was slightly enhanced to play on a Game Boy Color. That's yeah. what it looks like to me, um, which is not a compliment for an NES game. But let's give it a compliment. Okay. There is a wide, and I do mean a wide variety of enemies. Yeah. Um, Every, most of them look like nothing, but. Yes. Yes. that Definitely so. I mean, literally the one, there's balls or spheres. Yeah. We can be PG and say spheres. Tubes. Tubes. Walking tubes. There's, of course, flight. You can't have any game without flying enemies. Yep. Uh, something that looked like a source, some sort of squirrel or something. I don't know what sure. you would call it. Uh, Lots of fireballs. Yes. Uh, I even saw a dragon at one point. That was kind of cool. Yeah. So there is a wide variety of different I ran types into of some cavemen. Yes. In the middle yes. of a dungeon. Yeah. Just yeah. hanging out. Yeah. Uh, so there's a wide variety of enemies. There are. Um, your character looks okay. He's he's basically just two or three colors. Yeah. But he looks. He reminds me of the knight character from Ultimate Muscle. Yes. You remember that? The yes. NES version of yeah. it. Yeah. But he he also kind of looks like a Lego minifigure. Yeah, in a way. He's okay. I mean, he's, he, he, I don't think he belongs in a game called Deadly Towers. He's but, serviceable. Yeah. He, again. As a man, like, yeah. like we are. Yes. Well, let's not get too far. <laughs> I mean, you have a child, so I guess you're serviceable. <laughs> So, what do you think about the backgrounds? <laughs> Smart of you to get me off. Uh, the backgrounds, uh, they're... Man. Alright, so... How long do you think we played this game? Longer than I thought we would. Probably 45 minutes. Somewhere around in there. Um, so, I went, of course... When we, I know we're not going to finish a game. No. There was no <laughs> hope we were finishing this no. game. Uh, I decided to go, go on the old YouTube and watch somebody who did. So, just get an idea of how the levels change and stuff. To be fair. More fair to the game. Mm-hmm. Um, they do sort of change a little bit, but the, when I say change, I just mean like they go from purple to, to green. Yeah. <laughs> That's about it. That's the thing. All the backgrounds are like one primary color. Yeah. This level might be greenish. The next level might be purplish, but it's like the whole thing, the ground, the walls, everything's just the same color. It's very it, it, lacking in color. Yeah, it, it all blends together very much so. Uh, man. And also, <laughs> this. let's give another positive. There, 
Even though it all looks the same, there's a lot of game here. Oh my goodness. At least it feels that way. Maybe it's... <laughs> I'm going to reveal in the gameplay how big some of the dungeons are. Yeah. But, yeah. I mean, there's a lot of assets designed here. I mean... Quite a few. Uh, yeah, the same could be said about us. Yeah. After Chinese food. Yes. Quite a bit of assets. Um, a couple were just a I couple just of assets. I want to show you <laughs> the cover. How much does this guy look like the guy in the game? <laughs> Nothing like it. He looks almost like he's a... Remember that uh, Conan the Barbarian? Yeah, he looks like Conan thing? the Barbarian on yeah. the cover. But that's not at all what he looks like and, in the uh, game. And the Sauron's towers in the background and on the cover. <laughs> it's what it looks like, yeah. 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 Um, honestly, the only thing I really liked about the graphics was your character, because he looked like a Lego minifigure to me, yeah. with a helmet. And a couple of the goofy enemy designs. And then I kind of did, in a weird way, kind of enjoy the weird graphics, because it didn't look like an NES game. It looked like something on an older system. Yes. And I don't think that's good. That's not a good thing. But it was also kind of odd. It kind of stood out. It sort of feels like if the Atari had went past the Atari that it went yeah. to, like they had gone to one more generation up, that this would be home on there. Yeah, like if you forgot the Jaguar existed and just went, yeah. like, one step past the 7800. And to be fair, a lot of people forgot the Jaguar existed. Yes, <laughs> even when it came out. Yeah. Yeah, so graphics are actually pretty terrible, let's be honest. Like, I don't think we use that word. I, to me, they're pretty terrible for NES game. Uh, but I'm trying to take into, into consideration it's an earlier NES true, game. That's true, 1987, yeah. Uh, but I'm going to agree with you. I think I'll be less harsh than you, though, and just say that they're they're serviceable, but they're they can get very boring. Yeah, very. I think boring's a more a more appropriate yeah. word here. <laughs> when we're about to get into this with gameplay, but it's not that the individual assets are actually bad. Yeah, it's, it's that like, it's, it's like Trevor and I by ourselves, we're actually pretty nice guys. <laughs> but like us together, yeah, it's like somebody just kind of threw it all up on the screen. Yeah, it's a bunch of vomit. <laughs> like the enemies are just randomly placed and don't go together at all. Right, and yeah, the. It looks like there was no real design behind the graphics. This whole game kind of feels like they they built it on some sort of randomness. Yes, in a way, it's like a randomly generated yeah. game. But it's which not. I which I would like, I almost thought it was at point, but then yeah. when we kept playing that first part over and over again, it's the same thing over and over. So that's how I know it's not random, right? But it feels like it is. <laughs> but even graphics. Here's the word I would use for the graphics: dated, and I mean dated in 1987. Yeah, but not all bad. And a game can get by with simple, lacking color graphics on gameplay. Well, I was going to say it's like it was like dating me, mm-hmm. but the difference is like the first date with me is very fun and you enjoy it, and mm-hmm. then the more you get to know me, it definitely wears off. Mm-hmm. This one is just kind of wears off from the beginning. Yeah, I found that. <laughs> so I am I'm going to go on a limb here and give myself a compliment. I'm slightly better than the graphics of this game. Yeah, I'll go with that. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. Uh. Is there anything else about the graphics? No, I'm just glad we're friends. Me too. <laughs> but like I said, you can get away with mediocre graphics yeah. if your gameplay is good. That's true. So Trevor, I think it's time we find that out. Uh, gameplay. Let's get into it. So, Trevor, do you think the gameplay saves this game? Because we have played games before, 
in which honestly the gameplay was so fun that like it the game could have looked really awful mm-hmm. we would still have enjoyed it what about this game uh i think it was sean baby from what was he on egm originally uh oh yeah it's not like, <laughs> <laughs> it's not like i said something else so that's not like you're like using a term of endearment for him. oh yeah sean baby sean baby, sean baby. I think he said this might be the most frustrating game of all time. That was his opinion. I can see that. And I can see why somebody would think yeah. that. It uh, It's insane. Insane is a word I would use to describe this game. What kind of game is it? That's actually tricky, but I'm going to say <laughs> action RPG maze tower climber. Zelda clone. Zelda clone. Yeah. But a mismatch of all those things. Yes. If you love Zelda and you love games that try to kind of uh, use Zelda as a template for their game, which is not a bad thing. I mean, you take uh, a classic game and kind of learn some good ideas from it. I don't think there's anything wrong with that. Uh, but, however, to me, when it comes to this game, even... Man, just play Zelda. <laughs> so the thing is... That's what this game did. It made me want to go back and play Zelda. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so it I has, guess that's a positive. It gives off that vibe every now and then. It makes yeah. you think, oh, this could be kind of cool. But it never actually funnels any of the good things about Zelda, really. Because here's the thing. From what I can tell from what we played, which was simply just all we could stand, let's be honest. Yeah. There's not actually any puzzles. Instead, things are just outright hidden. Like, you can come across a whole dungeon that just happens to be on this certain pixel on the screen. Yeah, by accident. But it's totally hidden. Yeah. I mean, what kind of nonsense is that? I mean, in Zelda, they would hide some obscure items that you don't absolutely have to have to finish the game. But they wouldn't hide, I don't think, an entire dungeon. Like, to the point that you just have to be lucky and come across it. Yeah, I'm still blown away that this came out really soon after Zelda. I know, like it was only in Japan of six months after Zelda. That's mind blowing. Like I don't think they really had time. They might have had time to copy some ideas. These games, these games had to be in development at the same time, though. Yeah, that's what's amazing. Yeah, they just didn't quite get it right where Zelda did. (laughs) In my opinion, but I I guarantee you, they saw the success of Zelda. Like, all right, (laughs) yeah, we're in good hands now. Yes, (laughs) Um, but like you know, there's no actual puzzles. There's room after room after yeah. room, like in Zelda, at least but there's be, no puzzles to solve. At least from what we experienced. And I highly doubt that's going to change. Yeah. Instead of puzzles, what you get is an absolute onslaught of random, weird-looking enemies. Yes, who have no mercy for you. But unlike in Zelda, where you might have to kill the enemies in a room to open a chest or a door. This one you can literally just... The, the speed run that I watched, this guy literally just went all around. He barely... Unless an enemy was literally blocking a door, yeah. he, he didn't even remotely try to fight them. So, Johnny, I think, like, the second enemy you come across in the game, like, two screens into the game, yeah. is a spear. It's just yeah. a ball. Yeah. We counted. How many hits did it take you to kill it? It was over 20. <laughs> 21 is what you counted. Yeah, but I might have yeah. even missed a couple. Yeah. It's between 20 and 30. Yeah. Now, that is ridiculous. That's insane. Yes. To be fair, this is a weird mix of like a RPG and I don't know something else, to where you don't level up, but you can purchase better gear to make right. your sword better, so it won't take thirty hits next time. Zelda kind of did the same thing, and in all yeah, fairness, just got better swords. But yeah. I do think Zelda was smart enough to start you off with uh, with smaller enemies that kind of went along, yeah, and it, it gradually. 
as you got better, the enemies got harder. Yeah. Which is how, to me, a game should be. So you felt like you were getting stronger. Yeah. Where in this game, you feel like a punk at the start of the game. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I mean, 30 hits is ridiculous for a common enemy. And... And we're doing common because those spheres are everywhere. Yes. And that's... There's no reward. I mean, all right. They, Sometimes they drop money and health. Yeah. But it's not like you have to kill these enemies to unlock a room or something. Yeah, and the health they drop you is is in no comparison to the health they take away mm-hmm. if they hit you. Uh, and also, they knock you backwards. Oh Many times, goodness. I was knocked back through a room I just came from. And I had no chance at dodging the enemy because it pops you out. When, you, when you're popped out into another room, you could literally, and it happened to us multiple times... Uh, appear on top of an enemy. Yes. <laughs> and you had no no chance at all of dodging that. So although this is not a randomly generated game, I'm pretty sure sometimes when you enter a room, the enemies are just placed badly. This is the kind of game, to give you an idea of the kind of game this is, you could die and be sent back to the title screen within 10 seconds of starting. Oh, and also what this game does is another sin to me, is if you kill a flying enemy that's in the air and you can't reach it when you kill it, and it drops something, it drops it right there, and you'll yeah. just never get it. Yeah, it's going to drop it in the middle of the air. <laughs> yeah, it's out of reach. So, to be fair, the sword, you throw the sword, you don't swing it. Right. So, he, so let's think about that. Mm-hmm. He doesn't swing and he throws it. Mm-hmm. How many swords does he have on him? It must be thousands. <laughs> it's got to be a ridiculous amount. That's why he can't jump, probably. It's got to be, yeah. Which, by the way, is a weird thing for a character to not be able to jump. But Link was that way, too. Yeah. It still makes you wonder if they got some stuff from Zelda. Man. All right. So Zelda was so much better designed, mm-hmm. even level-wise, I think, uh, and enemy-wise. Like, they were just really smart with how they designed all that stuff. Yeah. I told you the thing about this game to me was that not at any time, because we've definitely played games where I felt they were a little lazy. Yeah. I can't say that with this. I don't yeah. feel, because there's just, like, you said you had the stats for this. How big are some of these, uh, 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 what do you call these, towers? Okay, so there's here's the thing. The whole point of the game is to climb seven towers and defeat the monster at the top and destroy the bell. Why there's bells, I don't know. But there's also dungeons, which is very confusing, but these dungeons aren't even the main point of the game. These dungeons are 200 screens each. Yeah. 200 screens. That is... Wow. <laughs> the instruction manual actually tells you to draw maps of the dungeons and to find like... <laughs> Alright, so the the graphics are so bland and repetitive they actually had to put actual like weird symbols on the floor in certain rooms. This is true, yes. Just so you would be able to find your way back. Yeah. And the game actually gives you the first one drawn out and it says, hey, here's how we recommend you draw the map. And it looks insane. Now, I appreciate the fact, and I'll just say this. I appreciate the fact that this came out in a time when times were a little simpler. And a kid or teenager, you know, which might be the target audience for this game, might have spent a lot of time on just one game and used patience. But this game just asks too dang much. It wants you to draw a map of 200 screens for every dungeon. We haven't even gotten to the beginning of the game, where it (laughs) gives you the story of the game. Oh, yeah. As soon as you boot up the game, don't hit start. This is a little pro tip. Yeah. <laughs> i let the game tell you its backstory. Now, we covered Double Dragon 2 really recently. Yeah. It did the same thing where if you you know if you know let it play, it gives you a little, kind of a little backstory. Yeah. Uh, and all the little things that are kind of happening. But it's... What's the word I'm looking for? <laughs> it's digestible and short. <laughs> and it gives you the point of the story... 
And like, I think any kid like from seven on up could totally get this. Yeah. However, Deadly Towers decides to throw that out. And, you know, all these, a lot of times in these older games, you would find all the backstories and a lot of your deep, like, if they wanted to put a little bit more history to it, be in the instruction manual. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> this game decides it's going to give you everything on this screen and it just starts scrolling and scrolling. And when you think you're done, it scrolls some more. Mm-hmm. And it, it's got to easily be what for like two to three minutes of just nothing but text. And it's made up places you've never heard about before. There's no, again, no pictures. It's all text. Yeah. Except for maybe little symbols from time to time. Now, what does what does it say in the manual when you want to, when you're looking to the? Oh manual? yeah, doesn't it say? Uh, so you know, most NES games have the story in the manual. Yeah, this one says when you turn the game on, uh, it will give you the story. Because <laughs> <laughs> that to me tells them they knew it was so long they weren't going to write it twice. <laughs> it's insane. I'm going to come back to that word. I feel like this game had some insanity behind it, which can be appealing. There's that little tinge of me that's. That finds this game appealing because somebody was crazy. Like, just to write that much of a backstory for a game where it doesn't really even matter is borderline crazy. But again, the dungeons, which from best I can tell aren't even the main part of the game, they're discoverable by accident. They don't even have real entrances. The dungeons are 200 screens apiece. Full of my, nothingness, mostly. But why in the world do you? There must be thousands of screens in this game. Yeah. If each dungeon is two hundred, then you have the towers themselves. Well, Trevor, let me ask you this: A lot of times, a game can be saved by uh, responsive and uh, decent controls. What about this game? You get the feeling that the enemies control better than you in this game. Yeah, like you're at their mercy. It felt a little sluggish. Yeah. Would you agree? Sluggish, and you just don't move as fast as most of the enemies. Yeah. And they can, I swear, so there's places where you can get knocked off the screen and you're back to the title screen when that happens. Yeah. I was knocked off from the middle of the screen. I wasn't hugging the edge. I was knocked back from the middle of the screen all the way off the screen. And this game also knows that it's so big that it that it employs a password system, which is grateful because if you just had lives, you would just quit playing this oh, yeah. completely. So, But still, that's how they knew this game was massive. I think that's what kind of was supposed to set this game apart at the time. Excuse me. <laughs> I don't even notice it anymore. It's what was supposed <laughs> to set this game apart at the time was, it has a word, there's a name for it. It's persistent, uh, like persistent powering up. I don't know what to call it. It's not leveling up, but if you buy an upgraded sword or shield or something, you keep it. If you increase your maximum health amount, oh, yeah, you, never you lose keep it, it yeah. as long as you enter the password. The thing is, you're still sent back to the start of the game, so you still got to make your way back. What's weird, though, is it lets you keep th- some things and not other things. That's like, true. Like, yeah. if you up your uh, health level, you keep that to whatever it was. But if you uh, if you die, then like you don't get to keep whatever money you got. Yeah, so you got to kill a lot of enemies to make money, but you always start yeah. with 50, no matter what. So that's kind of... And, and I'm sorry, but isn't that kind of silly, too? Why do you start with 50 money? Why not just start with zero and everything costs 50 less? Yeah. <laughs> that's another one of those things that's just kind of silly, but it's part yeah, of the game. That's true. That's true. Um, But this, I don't honestly even know exactly what the towers are, which is the name of the game. Because the area you start in, I think they call that the city. I think it was all in the, in the story we kind of skimmed through. Yeah. 
We just couldn't make it through it. I mean, you've got the hidden dungeons, which are 200 screens apiece. Yeah. But I don't think they're even technically necessary. It's just to get more money and go to stores to level up, which might be necessary to actually win, but... Oh, and some of the stores are hidden. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, some of the stores... There's so much hidden stuff in this game. Like, you just walk into stuff, and it feels like the game's just glitching because you're just discovering stuff by accident. Like, it got (laughs) the wrong idea of secrets. It's like, they're literal secret... (laughs) And I, this yeah. goes back to gameplay, but sometimes there's so many enemies on the screen that the game can't keep up with it. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's insane. You'll have... I counted eight enemies on screen at once. Yeah. It reminded me a lot of the first Ninja Turtles game in that aspect. Yeah. <laughs> there's so many, it can't keep up. Yeah. yeah. I, I, I don't know. I don't... You can't go back and think what they were thinking at the time. But if this had just been a game, let's say the gameplay of a Castlevania or Mega Man type game, but had this concept of this big tower and exploring and sort of powering up your character and having that persistent powering up, this could have been a sweet game. You know what also I will say? This may be a weird comparison, but like the last Star Wars movie, to me, could have benefited from them cutting some of that stuff out. Oh, yeah. And making it a little shorter than what it was, and I think it would have been a lot better for it. Yep. I kind of feel the same with this game. <laughs> you heard it here first. Deadly Towers is the last Jedi of video games. I, I agree uh, completely. Yeah. I can't ever take that back that you just said. <laughs> but you know what I mean, though, by that? Yeah, like, I get it, yeah. Like, sometimes... It seriously lacks somebody with the same yeah. editor's mind. Editing can be your best friend. Yes. It honestly can. I, I get the feeling... I know. Listen to this show. You don't oh, understand uh, that. Because we don't edit Jack <laughs> no, Squad. Self-control is not... I mean, it's not in our lingo. Literally, the only thing we've ever edited from this show... Is when we said something offensive and we were too stupid to realize it was offensive and we had to edit it out. Our ignorance is the only time yes. we've edited this. So And you'll never know what those things were. No. All the stuff we beeped, we beeped on purpose because it was funnier. Yeah. <laughs> Sometimes I act, uh, like it sounded like I cussed when I was just talking normal. Yes. <laughs> yeah, because you slow your words. Retro blist. <laughs> um this Happy holidays. I get the sense this game was made by two talented because it was made by two companies. Yeah. Two talented, eccentric companies that had some great ideas. I feel... But they lacked yes. any editing, any self-control. Yes. I felt like there's a lot of good going into this, and it just didn't end well. No. The end result is way less... <laughs> yeah. So that wasn't a sugar cookie. That was Chinese food there. Um, the end result... <laughs> Of this game, much like our lives as a whole. This is the grossest show. It's so much less than the sum of its parts. Oh my gosh, this it's, show is the worst. This Richard Blessed I'm talking about is the Deadly Towers of Podcasts. Yes. Oh, we need a t-shirt with that. <laughs> yeah, because we lack self-control. Yeah. We don't edit anything. We're gross and disgusting. We're gross and disgusting. Yes. And the, unfair, I guess. The fact that your marriage just blows any conventional wisdom out the window. Right. <laughs> That would be like the fact that this game has some good points yeah. that don't make any sense. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Like, I, I'll be honest. My only experience with this game was about a decade ago. My cousin wanted to show me this game. And to this day, I never actually know if he was trying to, like, show me ironically or if he actually thought it was a cool game. But I just remember watching him try to play it and thinking, dear Lord, this game looks terrible. Like, what is happening? But that was my only experience. And then later on, I did hear some people say, some people consider this one of the worst NES games of all time. 
All right, I'm glad you said that. All right, so I think are we about ready for? Because I want to ask this when we're giving our reviews. Yeah, my only comment was going to be. I was surprised that we found some interesting things in here. Like you were saying, I don't think it's a lazy game. It's not a traditionally bad game. It's terrible in other ways. Like the end product is so terrible to have so many good parts. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so what were you going to say? Uh, I'm going to ask this when we get to our final. Are we ready for our final scores? Yeah, let's do it. All right, our final scores. Let's get into it. All right, Trevor, as you give your final score, I want you to answer this question. Mm -hmm. Do you think this game deserves to be on that list of the worst games ever? Because that's how you sold this game to me. Yeah. Okay. Um, I think it does. But in a way, unlike any game we played before. Because it could have been something pretty special. But it came together to be so much less than the sum of its parts. I guess I'm going first for my review. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I guess so. I just realized I kind of made you do it. So. <laughs> I just wanted to ask that question pretty much. Yeah, I think it does, but I wasn't sure for a while because it's not it's not as traditionally bad as Back to the Future and what's the other one? Not Friday the 13th. What's another LGN game we played recently? The, um, X-Men? Well, yeah, I mean, <laughs> it's definitely not as traditionally bad as that game. But here, here's the word. That you would think would apply to most games we cover, but to this one, I think this word was made for it. It is dated. Dated to the point that I think in 2019, for even, I would say, your most eccentric retro game players, Deadly Towers is dated to the point of being unplayable. So yes, I do think it's as bad as people say. The question is, was it that bad when it came out? Or was it just eccentric and crazy and probably more challenging than actually fun, for sure? I'm not sure, because times were different. Kids and teenagers, I think, were willing to take hours to draw out their own maps and discover their own ways and maybe love the fact that this game... God, I mean, how could you beat this game in less than weeks of dedicated play? But in 2019, even if you got patience, more than we do, I feel like this game is dated to the point of being unplayable because there's no reward for the work it asks you to do. And it is so much work. I get it. I get the point that you can upgrade your sword and it no longer takes 30 hits to take out a basic enemy. I understand that it's sort of got grinding and that the dungeons are kind of just there so you can get better stuff and money. But it asks so much of you for so little payoff that's that's my final review. It is dated to the point of being unplayable in 2019. So I do think it's that bad. But the individual parts are not among the worst on the NES. But man, the final result is just awful. But that leaves the final score hard for me because there's there was so much more work and put into this game than like 90% of the LGN games we covered. Like there was so much more put into this. And I want to honor that, but I'm going to give it. I'm going to give it a two and a half out of ten, because I feel like it's truly terrible. But 
I'm giving it that extra point or so just because somebody was crazy enough to put hundreds and hundreds of bland, boring rooms into this game. <laughs> All right, Trevor, I need you to ask me the same question. Johnny, do you th- think this game deserves its reputation as one of the worst NES games? Can you ask it again, but like more clear? <laughs> Johnny, that was fun. <laughs> Sound like I had crap in my mouth. Is that the problem? Johnny, do you think this game is one of the worst NES games? Trevor, I'm glad you asked. Um, No. No? I don't. I agree with you that it's not good. It's yeah. definitely not good. But when I think worst NES games, I'm thinking... Uncanny X-Men level? Yeah. I'm thinking that level of bad. And I, if I'm being honest, to me, this game's above that. I agree. You gave it a two and a half, which I totally understand. I'm going to give it a three. Okay. And I think this, I think our reasons, reasonings are the same, though. I, The three, for me, purely comes from the fact that I don't feel this game was lazily made. I feel like there was a lot that went into this. Yeah. And I just think it's missing a couple things to make it a good game. It's just so, it's almost like it's clawing at this level of being good and it just can't quite reach it. Yeah. I think that's half the issue here. It is dated for sure. You're right. hundred percent. You know, you can go back and play the first Zelda game. And even though it came out just literally the near the same time as this, it still holds up very well. What we gave that like nine, nine and a half out of 10. Yes. I mean, yeah, it was a huge difference. But this one, I think the, the sloggy, is that a word? What do you say? A sloggy, I'll, I'll allow it. A sloggy controls sort of hurts it too. The fact that you don't feel like you're being rewarded for playing kind of hurts it. And this is a thing I've said over and over again on this show. For me, when it comes to video games, one of the critical sins that you can commit is if your game for me is boring. Yeah. And this game got boring, yeah. which is, which made me sad because I was like, man, I'm all for ever since, I played that for Zelda, which, you know, sadly for me, it took me a long time to do it. Yeah. But it made me really like those type of games. Mm-hmm. So I had, I refused to look anything up about this game. All I knew was what you told me was that it was supposed to be bad. <laughs> yeah. That's all I knew. But the second I saw, oh, this is kind of like Zelda, I was like, I was going to give it a chance. Yeah. And it's just not, it just, it, it just can't compete. It's not even in the same stratosphere. Mm-mm. It's just not. So I think a three is very fair. I really wonder if uh, these people were were actually if they actually were were allowed to make a game uh, again and kind of like edit it more, yeah, and really, really, really play with the designs of the game and really come up with some more yeah. stuff like that because I do feel that's what this game's missing. Yeah, if it does two things, it would have bumped it up probably to at least average for me. That's the problem. You said it's missing one or two things, and I agree, but those one or two things are pretty major. Are the things to tie it all together? Yeah, to make it work. Yeah, yeah. It's it's a shame because this is one of those terrible games that I think could have been a classic with just some more direction and editing. Yeah, I think so too. But so uh, this is not no. retro blist approved. No, I will ask this every time. Every time we have a game that's not retro blist approved, I always ask you this: Is the game bad enough for you to have other people play it? I think so for a few minutes because I laughed out loud when you first started. Yes. And I was kind of ragging you on. I said, yeah, because the first screen, there's only one enemy. Has Derek experienced this since Cameron had it? Okay. uh, All right. (laughs) There's only one enemy on the first screen. So I was like, yeah, at least this game doesn't flood you with enemies. Right. Because I knew what was about to happen to you. Yes. (laughs) And you walk to the second screen or bombarded. Yeah. Yeah. It gives you a false sense of uh, calmness there at the very beginning. So I laughed out loud at that. So yeah, Yeah. 
I paid four ninety nine for it. It's a dirt cheap game. I think I would want other people to experience it for about five to ten minutes. I think so too, and you yeah. might get your money's worth for that. Yeah. So it might be. I think this game is worth five bucks and nothing more. But only because we're broken and we like to see people hurt. I mean, that is yeah. you realize that's so backwards. Hurt people, hurt people. Exactly. Yes. <laughs> that's deep. That's a quote I heard. From, I can't remember who said it, but yeah, that's a true quote if ever was one. All right, Trevor. I think it's time for us to take a break from talking and. Uh, I don't know. Uh, do some fan feedback, <laughs> Johnny. Oh, yeah. sorry. Johnny was trying so hard to look at my paper to see what I had written down next, <laughs> and that's read. why he was delaying. I read. And I think out of all the people, I could probably read your stuff the best. Probably. So fan feedback. <laughs> Believe it or not, we still have an Instagram and a Facebook page and fans, which we post to almost every week now, <laughs> instead of every day, but. Uh, yeah, let's go to uh, Instagram first and see <laughs> what people said on there about Deadly Towers. So, cartoonist Aaron said, I want a book of puzzles like this. So, he's actually referring to my picture where I asked people to guess what game we're doing next and I circled it. So I, I kind of would love puzzles like that too. It'd be fun. Yeah. Just different uh, old school video games like that. <laughs> Just the covers of some of these games would be fun as a puzzle. Don't you think? I, that would probably have a market, actually, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Stephen McMario said this... I don't feel like you really meant that. <laughs> well, <laughs> I'm trying to follow you, because I think cartoonist Aaron was being sarcastic. Oh. Because I made it very obvious what game we're playing next. Yes. It's not much of a puzzle. <laughs> but I agree I on your idea. Meant, you know what? <laughs> I thought it meant like the picture of the whole as the whole as a puzzle. Like a puzzle you put together. Oh, maybe you did. I don't know. We'll you, have never to, know. you never know. Aaron, if you're uh, listening, uh, let us know. But Stephen Mario said, that game gives me nightmares. And I can understand that. Yeah. Jerry Terrifying. <clears throat> ah! He said, my thoughts are the cover art looks bad apple. <laughs> and yes, I censored that. Yeah, it does look bad apple, though. And yep. The cover art looks great. All right, let's go to Facebook Town. And that's where all the cool people on Facebook are. Uh, and there, when they're on Facebook, they're on this little page called Retro Blist. Join that page, if you dare, I dare you to. Don't be a coward and join that. There's nothing you will get anything out of it. There's not much good there. Really. Now here we go. The only thing good there is the fact that we have fans who are nice to us. Yeah, <laughs> and we don't deserve it. All right, Timmy Mac said, "I appreciate you both greatly. This is a good start. You know yeah. when somebody says bless their heart? Yeah, <laughs> bless your heart. Kind of the same feel here because they knew what we were in for. Yeah, another for the Mount Rushmore list along with Bubsy 3D, X Men, and Superman 64." I'm going to say this, and this may be controversial. I think I'm about to agree with you. This game is better than those three. It's better than those three. It is. It's not a great game at all, no. but it's better than those three. It's better than Bubsy 3D for sure. I think it needs to be uh, just a level above those, in my opinion. Yeah, it's better than all those. And yeah. What was it? Superman 64? Yeah, Superman 64, uh, Bubsy 3D, and the Uncanny X-Men. Yeah, it's better than all those, but it's still terrible. Yeah. Uh, Nick DeMarco said, why do you hate people? <laughs> Trevor, let's answer that. Why do we hate people? I think I'd like to go back to the birth, really. <laughs> no, it's just we're broken men. Yeah. And again, well, hurt people. Hurt people. That's right. Yeah. Uh, Daniel Chavez said, I hear it's deadly. Clever. Very <laughs> clever. And then Daniel Tarasca said, oh, man. <sighs> he put a sign there. I just want to go for it. Okay. <sighs> okay. Okay. I am ready. So he's trying to suck himself up for this. 
Are you telling me none of our fans had anything good to say about this game? <laughs> Does not appear so. Well, I'm not surprised. Me either. So now I think it's time for us to finally shut up. For real this time. I'm struggling through some bodily functions. I am too. <laughs> I'm letting you speak because something's trying to come up here. <laughs> so we had Chinese before we recorded it. Everybody no, not knows. Audience, I don't, we don't so. even have to say that. Okay. They just assume that from the beginning. Uh, so let's run this beautiful commercial. <laughs> We are Nintendo Ultimate TV Games. We challenge all players. You cannot beat us. Aim your Zapper gun. You cannot beat us, even with your robot partner. You cannot beat us. Saw one million. You cannot beat us. Discover new worlds. You cannot beat us. Oh, right. Well, Johnny. Uh, did we want to do our segment here, or did we want to do after Bliss Quiz? I already forgot. <laughs> I wrote it to the end. Okay, all right. But So now it's time for the Abuse Quiz. after 140 episodes is amazing i think so all uh, right i'll go first on this since i'm okay <laughs> literally made you go first last time all my questions are based on the word tower okay <laughs> all right trevor question number one crystal towers oh, no. is an apartment building oh. <laughs> okay in winston-salem north carolina okay what is its google review score it's out of five. Oh man if you get within 0.2 i give it to you it sounds fancy but Winston-Salem. Let me help you. Okay. I do have a... There are some reviews on there, and I picked a one quote from one. Okay. Here's one of the quotes. <clears throat> this person said, Roaches. <laughs> uh, there's too many hanging front, hanging in the front of the front office. <laughs> so this must be like an ironic name. Like, like if we named our podcast Video Game Superpowers or if, something. If we, made our, if we named our podcast something very classy. Yeah, right. Yeah. So I'm going to go with 2.8. Stars. Sorry, 3.3. Really? Way better than I thought, especially when you start with roaches. (laughs) So, Johnny, your first question. All right. In Japan, Deadly Towers was named Masho. Or Masho. What do I know? What does this mean? Okay. Does it mean Tower of Gloominess, Evil Bell, Despair? Tower of Gloominess, Evil Bell, Despair. I'll go with Despair. It means evil bell. Ah, I think of it. So boring. Yep. <laughs> Even that's boring. Trevor, question number two. We both are uh, zero for zero so Good. far. Or zero for one. Not zero for zero. <laughs> zero Math. for one. Tower. Uh, the definition of the word tower okay. is a tall, narrow building. Trevor. Awesome. Can you name me at least... I got a list of eight here. Oh, my goodness. Can you name me at least five synonyms for the word tower? If you get Synonyms? Syn- you know, that means the same. Words okay. that mean the same. Erect? That's not a synonym, is it? <laughs> it's a PG show. I was thinking you erect a tower, but that doesn't make sense. It's not a synonym. That was a test. Wait, how many chances do I get? Just to see if I can do five? Yeah, just see if you okay. can do five. Tower. We won't get Tower. Uh, 
I'm thinking it could be used as a verb, like loom. Is that one? No, like, I, I'm. In, it's it's a noun. It's just what okay, I told you. Okay, just as a noun. You told yes. me that. Okay. Yes. <laughs> Third try. <laughs> I, can't I don't think I'm going to come up with five. All right, tower. A tower. Okay. Uh, <laughs> cylinder. <laughs> Cathedral. Tower. Uh, tower. I can't think of another word. I'll, I'll help you here. Cathedral, you're on the right track. It's not one of them, but you're on the right track. <laughs> Steeple. No, that's not one of them. I'm on my list here. A tower. But I, I really feel like I should add. So like the Tower of Babel. What else could it be called? The Pillar. No. I give up. I, <laughs> I would have come up with one. I would have accepted Belfry. What? Castle? Oh, really? Citadel? Citadel's the word I'm trying to think of when I say cathedral. <laughs> I, I would have got one. I thought you would have got that one just yeah. from the game. Yeah. A fort? Really? Column? I thought I said column. No, you said... I said pillar. You said pillar. <gasps> Dang it. Uh, fortress? Keep? Fortification? Those are the ones I had written down. I agree with... Disagree with all those except citadel. I think those are different <laughs> things than towers. This was on dictionary.com. Oh, uh, but I'm smarter than them. Okay. <laughs> Right. Not zero, zero to two, zero. but you have a chance to get one. Yeah, let's see if I can do it. Johnny, which of these is false? Is it false? <laughs> God, <laughs> that I can't stop. If we belching, edited, if we edited out all our bodily functions, that would cut, cut out easily five ten minutes of each show. <laughs> yes. Johnny, which is false? Yeah, was the English title supposed to be Hell's Bells? <laughs> <laughs> But Nintendo wouldn't give their seal of approval. <laughs> I want that to be it. Was the game a commercial failure? Or was the Japanese game, did it have a devilish red LED on the top of the cart that lit when turned on? That Which sounds, is false. That sounds very complicated. It would not be true. I'm going to go with... Uh, Hells Bells, a commercial failure. Uh, Japanese game had a red LED. My soul wants it to be that first one because it was the best one. But I'm going to go with B. You're right. It is false that the game was a commercial failure. It was a commercial success. You know um, why I thought that? Because it's on the, the shoulders of Zelda. Yeah. It, it uh, apparently didn't have much press at all at the time, but a lot of people bought it. But later, people started bashing the heck out of it. Yeah. But the game was supposed to be called Hills Bells. That's and it wouldn't approve it. That's such a great name. Yeah. And the Japanese game had a little flashing red LED light to look sinister. That's good. Is, I want to see that. I do too. Yeah. All right, Trevor, your last one. Let's see if you can tie. So one to zero. All right. Which of these is not true? Which one is not true? You're looking for the false thing. Okay. About the Eiffel Tower. Are you ready? Okay. A. There's a secret apartment at the top of the tower. B. There's a post office in the tower. C. There's a bar at the top of the tower. Or D. There is an operational military bunker under the tower. Which of these is not true? The post office feels too weird to not be true. You said a secret room at the top of the tower? Well, apartment, but yeah, same thing. Okay. The bar. I'm going to go with the bar being the false one. Sorry. There is a secret apartment. Uh, the yeah. builder of it put it in there. I thought that'd be true. And the post office is in there. I thought that'd be true. There is a bar at the top. It's the bunker, huh? The uh, there is or there was a military bunker under the, and you can still go see it, but it's just not operational anymore. Oh, okay, so that was your. Yeah, guy. I guess that was the giveaway, wasn't it? Yeah, I was trying to help you. So out. I managed to get zero. I was, honestly, I put that in there because I thought you would get it. Yeah, yeah, that was the key word. Yeah. 
Well, Johnny, right. this is just for fun because you already beat me. All right. What happens when you put Deadly Towers in a Retron 5? So, Timmy Mack, shout out. He pointed this out to me, and uh, I looked into it. So, the Retron 5, of course, is a game console that just, plays your retro games. Yeah, just so everybody knows, we use a Retron 3. Is that right? We use the Retro Trio. Oh, I always felt Which so is a different company. Retro 3. Yeah, the Retro 3. <laughs> <laughs> Close enough, sure enough. <laughs> the Retro Trio is just hardware. The Retron 5 uses software, like download stuff. Oh, okay. Which I'm against. But actually, I kind of want one. Anyways, <laughs> that's not the point. Yeah. When you put Deadly Towers into it, what does it do? A, it does not load past the title screen. B, it gives you an option to max all items and health. C, it suggests you play a different game. <laughs> C. We'll go with C because that's what it should be. Yes. It does. <laughs> On exactly two games, Deadly Towers and Shaq Fu, the Retron 5 recommends you play a different game when you load it up. <laughs> that's pretty great. <laughs> yeah. So, Johnny, you got two for three. I failed. Um... I feel bad about that, honestly. Yeah, you should, because I literally gave one away for you. But you know what I feel good about? What's that? Is if people remembered this thing called iTunes and gave us a new five-star iTunes review. Uh, I think we could follow this under our Christmas wishes. Yeah. Trevor, <laughs> uh, this is our Christmas special. <laughs> so we forgot this was supposed to be a Christmas episode. <laughs> So <laughs> this is our this is our happy holidays to all the awesome listeners. Yeah. So we decided so why whatever, not? Whatever you celebrate, this is the month that it usually gets celebrated. So in celebration of said celebrations, Trevor, we're going to do this. <laughs> what are we going to do, Johnny? Our, what we want for Christmas. So because we forgot this was a Christmas episode, right before we started recording, we said we better put something Christmas at the end. <laughs> literally, literally before I hit the record button, it was right then that we decided yes. this. So we're supposed to come up with a Christmas wish list off yeah. the top of our heads. Yes. So um, the first one is an iTunes, more iTunes More reviews. iTunes reviews. There we go. Yes. Uh, those help us out a great deal. I know you probably, if you listen to a lot of podcasts, I'm sure you get tired of them just begging for them, but there's a reason that we beg yeah. for them. It really, truly helps us out. Uh, so give us an iTunes review. It means a lot. We're very appreciative of all those of you who have already. It means a lot to us. Uh, we don't even care if you get on there just to bash us. You can just give us five stars. Yeah. You can talk all the garbage you want about us. <laughs> and just a reminder, speaking of garbage, we laugh about our Patreon, but we're truly grateful for every single person yeah. who still gives on Patreon. And yes, we get behind, but we are still sticking to our promise of at least one episode, Patreon exclusive per month, it will equal out eventually. Yes, we're behind right now, but I actually have one ready that I need to put up tonight when I get home, where Johnny reviews my new podcast, Cardboard Cave. Yeah, and if you're a patron already now, you can go and listen to Trevor reviewing my new podcast, Retro Pop. Yep. So go give those a listen. Uh, so Trevor, what else do we want for Christmas? What are some Christmas wishes? Um, I think for me, mine's easy. My first one's easy. I want a Nintendo Switch. You just lord yours over me left and right. <laughs> Literally, just wave it over your head. Literally, every other text I get from you is like, "Hey, this is coming out for this for the switch," <laughs> and it makes me uh, a sad, sad panda. Well, uh, also, uh, since we've uh, last recorded, uh, some more games have come out for it that I have to play, including a mansion in which Luigi's in, and it's kind of scary and ghostly. Well, I'll go off that and say, I'll, for my Christmas wishes, just to get real deep and non-material for a second. I literally told my wife I want Luigi's Mansion 3 <laughs> and Zelda Link's Awakening for yes. Switch. Yeah, both of those look great. So if one of those shows up at Christmas 
or even both, I would be blown away. <laughs> yeah, because I don't deserve it. <laughs> We've been good this year, Trevor. Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah. That's what we're that's the, what we're telling ourselves. Uh, what is uh what is something that you don't think is possible besides besides anything good happening to us? Uh, what is something you don't think is possible yet that will happen in the future that you'll want for Christmas? Uh, I.e. Uh, when you came over, you were talking about the next generation of systems. Oh, yeah. You know, is there anything like that like you think you might want in the future? Maybe for, yeah. uh, maybe for what would uh, little Trevor want for Christmas next year? Ah, uh, that's, hmm. Because I want to say if that PS, the next PS5 or whatever yeah. it's called, is truly backwards compatible all the way down to the PS1, uh, sign me up. Yeah, that's a good one. I was trying to think of something different. I kind of want, here's what I really want. We've been very lucky in that they've been kind of re-releasing and re, uh, what do you want to call that? Like they did it with Spyro and they did it yeah. with Crash. Um, what do they call that? Were they re-releasing but they clean it up? Oh, like remastered? Yes, thank you. That's what I can think of. I would love to see some of the other games get that. Uh, I oh, haven't yeah. got to play Medieval, but I want to yeah. play it. I just really want to, I love these old games and the fact that they're kind of bringing them back, getting them a new shine mm-hmm. to them, to me is very cool. So I would love to see that happen into, uh, even, I'd even love it to happen to the first Zelda game, for crying out loud. Yes. Well, now that it's happened to Link's Awakening, Nintendo with their Zelda games, though, they're good or bad, however you look at it, to not do the same thing twice. But I think it would be pretty cool if they just remade the original Zelda with this new style. Yeah. But you remind me, I know exactly what I want when I've thought about this. What I would, it's obviously too late to happen this year. A new best friend. What little Trevor wants for Christmas next year. It's two things. A new best friend. <laughs> no. I want a Nintendo. My goodness. I don't understand. This This makes so much sense. I don't even want the Switch 2 next year. I don't even want the new Zelda. I'm still not completely beating Breath of the Wild. What I want for Christmas next year, I'm not even asking for a new game in this series. A collection of all three Mother slash Earthbound games on a Switch cartridge. Yes. If you just do it straight up, no frills, but of course all of them in English. That's good enough, but even better. Do it in like the style of Link's Awakening. Oh gosh. Just make it beautiful. I 2D, love, I don't I care. Would, I would love just the Earthbound in general to be that. Yes. Yeah. It just screams to be made that way. Call it the Earthbound Trilogy or Mother Trilogy, whatever you want to call it. And the it. game's got such a following now, I think yeah. it would sell. I mean, they've been all over the Smash Brothers games. People know who these characters are now. Yeah. The original only got translated recently to English officially. So put that on there. Earthbound's already fully translated. And then Mother 3, which was the final game, was never officially translated into English. Put all three on one cartridge as just straight up HD ports and it'll sell. Yeah. But go a step further and make them like this awesome new art even better. Yeah, I'm with you. So yeah. you're saying you you don't care for like a, a, a Fortnite 3. <laughs> No, Fortnite 3 would be my second choice. <laughs> no. Um, I like that idea a lot. Yeah. I like that idea quite a bit. I would love that. Yeah. I was trying to think of games I would love to be remastered like that. I think that's a great one. Um, Let man. me give another one see if you agree with this. Okay. What if the original Donkey Kong Country trilogy yes. was like remade in like Rayman, that level of gorgeous 2D art style? Oh, you know I'd be all over that. Yeah. I would even love it just remade and cleaned up. In the silence in now. Yeah, that's true. I, I don't know yeah. if I could give up that style. Yeah. Uh, I would love that even. So I would even love for them to like to go back. What if they made a whole Donkey Kong collection where they did that? Yeah. Going back to the first Donkey Kong. Yeah. Yeah. I'll go for it. Like, what if they did the first Donkey Kong and Donkey Kong Jr.? What if they did that with the same art style as the Super Nintendo? Oh, yeah. Donkey Kong? Those would be cool, too. That'd be interesting. Yeah. 
I like that idea uh, that I just thought of. <laughs> so yes. indulgent. Yay. Pat myself Go on Johnny. the shoulder. Yeah. I think those two ideas we came up with should be Christmas 2020. <laughs> I think so too. Yeah. Uh, Trevor, I think that's all we got time for. Yeah. We don't want to give people too much. Not for the holidays. You don't want to overdo no. it. Uh, you don't want to eat too many sugar cookies. Or do you? I do. <laughs> I do too. I, I really want one. Hint, hint. And a hint. Uh, thank you for listening. Have a very joyous and happy uh, holiday, whatever you celebrate. We very much appreciate you listening. Uh, and we hope that you get all the things under your wish list that you wish for. <laughs> if wishes were fishes. Yes. Mine all swam away. If wishes were fishes, mine are floating upside down and I can't figure out why. <laughs> if wishes were fishes, I'm flushing Johnny's down the toilet now. All right. So you say my fish went to the farm. Yeah. All right. So thanks for joining us. You guys are awesome. Until next time, it'll probably be a new year by the time you listen to us again. Yeah, but that's okay, because you got this one. <laughs> yes. And by the way, nobody's really complained about not having a new episode. <laughs> Except me. Literally just me. We're the only ones who even care about this. <laughs> that's not fair. There's people that care. Yeah, but, you know. It's Christmas, I have to say that. Yeah. I really don't want to do that. It's hard. <laughs> We've literally heard nobody complain about no new episodes. <laughs> that is true. And I not say, a single soul has spoken up and said, "Hey, where where are some new episodes?" And that's despite the fact that we've kept saying we're going to bring out new episodes. <laughs> They've not remotely called us out on it. I choose to look at that as a positive thing that our fans are very understanding, that they're just not demanding things from us. Yes, and I choose to not look at it as people don't really care. <laughs> <laughs> Ignorance is truly bliss. Yes. <laughs> All right, so uh, I guess we're just going to end this with uh, "You're welcome." You're welcome.